Motivate with KAT is an admissions consulting and training company. Starting off as an advisor, then taking on a role as a regional and working in operations, I have seen it all. And I understand how critical but fulfilling your advisor's role can be. If you are looking for authentic, raw training for your team, check out Next Level Admissions. This training is filled with explainer videos, templates, downloadable tools, and quizzes that will get your team immediate results. Log on to lessons.motivatewithkat.com to get started. Hey guys, this is your host, Kathy Belletti, and welcome to another episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop. We're taking a deep dive into how career schools have been able to inspire, support, and place their students over the years into the careers that they deserve. As a bonus, get out that pen and paper. You're getting some free admissions tips on how to get immediate results. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another amazing episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop with your host, Kathy Belletti. So today we have a very special young lady with us. This person was my right hand. And here's the deal. You guys know how I love interviewing directors of admissions because they got a lot on their plate. Not only are they inspiring and motivating a group of advisors who have to deal with our students, but a lot of times, some of our DOAs are actually writing as well. So let me introduce Ms. Lindsay Fry. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, Kathy. Hi, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing, Lindsay? I'm good. I'm good. It's a Friday. I can't complain. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Fridays are the best, aren't they? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so let me ask you this, Lindsay. I don't even think that I know this about you. How did you actually get started in higher education, specifically admissions in the first place? That is a funny story, Kathy. Actually, to be very honest with you, I had no clue that I was getting into admissions okay. when I started. <laughs> um, a friend of mine reached out to me for a management position and it was to manage a kiosk at a mall um, at a school in Jersey, for a school in Jersey City. So essentially I was managing a group of three reps um, who would go up face to face with folks who were just walking around the mall um, and ask them if they wanted information about getting into school or getting into a medical career. Um, so that was my first kind of glimpse at the admissions world. Um, yeah. That's pretty much how it all started. And from there, I eventually came indoors and um, became a rep myself and worked my way up. Oh, wow. That's awesome. How long have you been in higher education now, Lindsay? A little over 10 years. 10 years. Okay, that's a long time. So let me ask you this. Uh, how is it that you are still in higher education, specifically career education for 10 years? Because, you know, we all have to have a little bit of crazy in us. So what's actually keeping you here? <laughs> I'd say in my case, a lot of crazy. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Um, you know, honestly, it is a ton of work. It's a ton of pressure, um, but it's fun. It's exciting to watch a student, you know, go from A to Z, uh, start off not having a clue about what they want out of life and, you know, being in a really uncomfortable position uh, to then 
putting a plan together, working hard in school, graduating and getting a career started that they love. Um, so at the end of the day, uh, you get to change lives. You get to make an impact. I know it's cheesy, but it really <laughs> truly keeps you going when you hear the success stories of the people that you worked with, uh, the students that you were able to encourage and the difference you were able to make. You know what, that's true. Um, <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> it got to the point where after a while, I felt like my students were stalking me. I mean, yeah. I would see them at the neighborhood grocery store and I was working at a campus in Manhattan at the time. I would be in church and all of a sudden somebody taps me on my shoulder and I'm like, are you serious right now? But you know <laughs> what, I love the fact that regardless of how challenging it was, um, you know, at the front end, regardless of how many days you just want to throw in the towel, being able to see a student on a train and they're like, oh my gosh, Miss Kathy, do you remember me? I'm working at X, Y, and Z office right now and I wouldn't have gotten there if it wasn't for you. That's what keeps a lot of us grounded. So I, I love that. Absolutely. So right now you are currently the director of admissions at the Institute of Medical and Business Careers, correct? Correct. All right. So I know that you have a group of advisors who you need to continuously keep motivated and inspired every day. The cycle of listening to voicemail after voicemail, hang up after hang up in their minds, rejection after rejection. I know sometimes they begin to internalize that stuff. So how do you keep it together yourself and how are you able to keep your team motivated and pumped and happy and, and ready to go every day? Sure, that's a great question. And it's not always easy. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's really, really important to know your reps, to know who they are as people um, and what motivates them, you know, what drives them, what keeps them excited. Um, and then just kind of knowing their routines and knowing when they are, you know, not in the right state of mind or when they're starting to get in their heads and they're focusing on the number as opposed to um, celebrating the small wins. And I think that, you know, when it gets the hardest and when I notice that they're not themselves, that's exactly what I do. I pull them to the side and we have a, we talk about it. We talk it through. You know, how, how are you feeling? What's going on in your head? Um, where are you at? And where do you want to be by the end of the day? Uh, it's important, you know, to take a step back and to celebrate the small wins. Mm -hmm. It's important to take a look at everything you have accomplished, even if you haven't made your goal for the day. And it's really important to uh, put into perspective all the effort and all of the, uh, all that goes into our job as an admissions person, because sometimes, you know, not everybody's going to want to hear this, but sometimes at the end of the day, it's not about just the number. It's not about that, that one enrollment, but it's about all the effort and all of the work it takes to get there. Um, and if you put that into perspective for the, for the ref, you know, sometimes it helps to make the day go by a little easier and to you know, help keep them motivated because uh, there are so many other things that we have to do in this job. Um, so it, it really is important to celebrate those small wins. And then I have to do the same for myself. I like to keep a checklist. I like to uh, put things into perspective for myself because my head is constantly spinning. I'm going in every different direction and I need to, 
<laughs> you get it too, Kathy. I know you do, but you really have to celebrate those small wins. You have to check off what you have accomplished or otherwise you're going to drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important. It's important to know your reps and it's important to keep, you know, keep in, keep them encouraged. And sometimes just stop focusing so much on the outcome and just have fun, you know, have meaningful conversations, be intentional and um, enjoy what you do because the rest will sort of come with, you know, the energy that you put into it at the end of the day. Yeah, that's true. You know what? That was a very loaded response. Um, I really love the fact that you spoke about being able to pull your advisors aside and get inside of their minds as far as what's going on with you. How do you feel at this point in time? Get to their emotions because we're always giving out these expectations. But I think a lot of times advisors just kind of get left out there in the cold. So it's right. like, I need to get to this expectation. I have no idea how the heck to get there. Hello. And we're always training on, all right, this is how you deal with a student. These are the types of questions that you really ask to peel that onion back and to get there to their emotions. But um, what about the advisors? They're people too. Right. It's like, if you take care of your advisors, if you are able to get to their emotions, they're definitely going to take care of your students. And and that's the bottom line. Um, Another point that you brought up was the numbers. (laughs) We know how career education has been for years. It's all about the number, but here's the problem. There's so many old school advisors out there that still think like that. Right. So it's like they're throwing stuff at the wall and praying that it's going to stick. And now they're angry because their class start is below 50%. And it's like, what happened? Well, you know what happened. (laughs) (laughs) So there has to be that even balance. I love that. So Lindsay, you were in the military, weren't you? I was. I was in the Navy. That is awesome. Let me ask you this. Is there anything that you think you brought from your experience in the Navy to admissions? Absolutely. Absolutely. Being in the military was something that I did fresh out of high school, and it sort of shaped who I am in my adulthood. Um, detail, being detail oriented, um, being organized, always having a plan. Uh, those are things that were definitely instilled in me, you know, from the time I went to boot camp. So, um, and also learning how to interact with people from all walks of life. When you're in the military, you travel, you go, you know, different bases, overseas, Um, And you really have to be able to connect with people from all different walks of life, all different backgrounds, people with different different experiences. Um, And you're living with, for me, I was on a ship, you know, and living with a hundred plus women in a tiny space, you better make things work, you know, because (laughs) there's nowhere to go. (laughs) So I definitely think that that is something that I took, a, it, that was a takeaway for me, you know, learning how to interact with all different kinds of people. And it helps with the students. It helps with being a manager because we are going to have to deal with people from everywhere. Wow. That's awesome. I'm trying to imagine you on a ship with so many women. <laughs> oh my God. You don't want to imagine it, Kathy. <laughs> I could imagine the, the fights and the arguments. Oh my gosh. So 
overall, what do you see as like some of the challenges, the major challenges that you're seeing in career education today? Major challenges. That is a good question. I think um, some of the major challenges I think would be maybe having to overcome certain obstacles when you're speaking with students in regards to why a program like ours might be a better option for them as opposed to a more traditional college setting. Um, I think a lot of people have in their heads and still that, you know, a bachelor's degree or, you know, a four-year traditional college is the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but nowadays, with career schools like ours, we give students such an opportunity uh, to learn a set of skills that they wouldn't necessarily get from a more general kind of education or more general type of degree. Um, So it gives students, you know, that maybe don't like school or maybe, you know, don't have four years in them to wait. Um, It gives them an opportunity to get an education and to get a career under their belts, um, you know, without having to do it the traditional way. It gives everybody a chance. It gives everybody an opportunity. But I think that the challenge there is just getting individuals to understand that this, there's another way. It doesn't have to be that traditional route um, and that there's other, there's other options out there for everyone. That's so true. Uh, where do you actually see the future of career education? Because I know college is not for everyone. And I think sometimes people are conditioned to think that success comes from having a degree or going to school for four years. And honestly, there's a lot of people who only went to college because they felt obligated to, but then they're still right. doing absolutely nothing. But I do believe that there are certain degrees where you are going to have to go to a four-year university, you know, to achieve, you know, that type of goal. But where do you see the future of career education headed? I see it becoming more and more popular. I see, um, I see a transition you know, of people starting to uh, want to go this route as opposed to traditional college. And I see more people thinking that they can actually take a step and do something like this um, and be successful. You know, there's a lot of people who are stuck in the cycle. You know, they feel like they'll never have an opportunity to go to school or to do something great. And I think with time, Um, And with, you know, people who do what we do, we're going to open up some opportunities and we're going to be able to give a lot of folks opportunities who maybe at one point thought they didn't have one. That's so true. That's so true. Yeah, Lindsay, you really dropped some gems today. I'm sure (laughs) a lot of people are going to be taking notes. Well, lastly, do you have any final um, advice or, or comments that you want to share with your audience? Final advice. This is something that stuck with a lot of the folks that I've managed. And I know I said it already on this interview, but just have fun, be genuine, um, love what you do. You know, if you don't love what you do, this is not the right career path for you. 
you know, it does take, like you said before, a little bit of crazy, but I think it also takes a lot of fun and a lot of patience to really get to know our prospects and, you know, recommend them and point them in the right direction. Um, so just be purposeful and have fun with what you do, you know, and I think the rest comes with that. I 100% agree with that. I think sometimes, you know, in the cycle, our advisors are so focused on numbers that they forget to have fun, you know, and I always say, these are people, these are just people, just close your mm -hmm. eyes and imagine it's a friend or a family member who referred a friend to you. What would you say? Would you sound like that if you were talking to them? And right. I think sometimes they just have to separate the process from the prospect and everything will fall into place. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us today. It was a lot of fun. Thank you for your insights. And you got to come course. back again, Lindsay. Got to come back again. Anytime. I had fun. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Lindsay. See you soon. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you so much for having me. Take care. Bye. Hey guys, this is your host, Kathy Belletti, and welcome to another episode of Ed Up Career Schools, The Scoop. We're taking a deep dive into how career schools have been able to inspire, support, and place their students over the years into the careers that they deserve. As a bonus, get out that pen and paper. You're getting some free admissions tips on how to get immediate results.